Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. This is episode uh, 1000 for the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, and I am in Washington State, So we are Skyping JC into the broadcast. So if you are watching us on YouTube right now, you can see JC up in the upper corner. He is in the home studio, which you recognize very well, I'm sure, if you're a longtime listener. Excited to be here uh, for the 1,000th episode. Do you have anything special to say to anybody, JC, about our 1,000th episode? (laughs) Oh man, it's hard to believe. Been uh, broadcasting that that long. That's uh, quite a quite a few there. And this really is just a rough estimate, isn't it? I'm I'm sure we're over a thousand by now. But we've been doing this show uh, for six years now. Started off on uh, Genesis Communications Network. Started off uh, then with the uh, from Genesis we added the terrestrial station in Tallahassee and <laughs> that how long did that last JC that lasted about a year or so and then yeah. the politicians in Tallahassee couldn't handle me live on their airways anymore <laughs> and so that was sort of a a fun kind of experience they said that Chris Ann got the velvet hammer <laughs> that was another words of saying we're going to kindly let you go because you don't fit into our schedule anymore and it wasn't very long after that that our friend Bernie Sa- uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Bernie Thompson, <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders is not my friend. Our friend Bernie Thompson was also uh, given the velvet hammer from that uh, radio station. Remember, uh, those of you who are not from Florida, maybe you don't realize, Tallahassee is Florida's state capital, and we had a there's a talk news station there that apparently wanted to be edgy, wanted to be truthful about politics and party, uh, principle over party kind of thing. And then when they brought people in uh, like me, (laughs) the politicians didn't like it so much, right? Yeah, well, the politicians pulled their, yanked their chain and there you go. There you go. So here we are, episode 1000. Uh, seven years after day one and we still have most of the episodes still available on um, YouTube actually even the old ones are still available in past view uh, on the YouTube channel so Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel which is really a great source 
to, you know, see how consistent politics is. You know, you just change the names and you change the, the dates, but the topics and the drama stays the same. Right. And that's why history is so important, because, you know, seven years ago is no different than 700 years ago. You just have different people in different places doing the same old things. But I'm in Washington and I just finished speaking to the Washington Farm Bureau. JC, I wish you had been here because we had protesters <laughs> protesting the presence of Chris Ann Hall. How exciting was that? So apparently after, well, they had a, a local news guy come and give me an interview. It's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out. But he said the protesters were protesting my presence and speaking at the Farm Bureau because of my stance on immigration. you have any idea what that could possibly be, JC, my stance on immigration that has the leftists all crazy? Uh, I would suspect it's the sanctuary city thing. but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because I'm, I'm straight up constitutional. Now, the 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 um, reporter said, Miss Hall, would you like to make a statement on the record about your position on immigration? I said, I've already made my statement on the record. Go to ChrisAnnHall.com or go to the Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel. I've made my statement over and over again, and I'm not going to keep repeating myself. And And so, you know, I told him, I said, I'm not even talking about sanctuary i'm not even talking about immigration you're right it probably is my stance on sanctuary cities but then once again that's a constitutional stance not a personal stance right right and so today's lesson was on property rights uh had a great time teaching the washington farm bureau how to keep how to how to escape from the enslavement of federal regulation about what the Constitution actually says and about what our founders actually meant when they secured property for the people within the Constitution. We even went back uh, through some principles of natural rights and and uh, Samuel Adams among the natural rights of the colonists are these, first life, secondly liberty, third property, together with the right to protect and defend them in the best manner that they can and, and really just established this principle that property is an essential natural right. You should have seen their faces, JC, when I talked about how people don't own property anymore in America. And I, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I always just assumed that was something that people just understood, that property taxes, the way we collect them, really take over ownership of our property. Have you talked to anybody and, I mean, I, of the things that I teach, that seems to be the thing that puts the most wide-eyed, oh my goodness, I never thought about that expression on people's faces. Yeah, I, what I encountered, it just, it, it's not that, uh, you know, they've heard that and, you know, it went over their head, but they've mm -hmm. literally never given it a second thought. They, right. They've never taken a moment to even think about that. Right, so just understanding the principle here, if because of the way property taxes are collected, and I just would just say that we said this on the show before, but since it seems to to really sort of shock people, uh, you we have to understand that if you fail to pay your property taxes for three years, what happens to your property? 
the local yeah, they auction it off. They yeah, they auction it off. They seize your property. Well, you failed to pay your property taxes for three years. That ought to prove to you that you don't own your property because three years of missed property taxes, an accumulation of three years of property taxes is not the value of your property. It doesn't even rise to the value of your property. So the, the government is not seizing your property to pay off your debt of failed taxes. What they're doing is taking, you're seizing your property because you failed to pay the government rent because they own your property. We are nothing more than indentured servants. And then, JC, I took it one step farther because, further because these are the ranchers and the farmers, right? Right. I said, if you have to pay a fee to the federal government to graze on your land, if you have to take a, pay a fee to the federal government for rights to your water, then you must understand that the government owns your land and you are nothing but an indentured servant. And that's that's really where we, we live. JC and I really discovered, well, I don't know, maybe JC didn't discover this, but when we were doing mission work in Haiti, JC, this fact really, really, really hit me in the forehead that how little property rights we actually have in America. Yeah. How few property rights we have. Because in Haiti, when you buy your property, you own your property. You don't have to have a permit to build a, a, a building on it. You don't have to have a permit to have a, sh you know, to, to put up your shack. You don't have to have a permit to put up a storage building. My goodness, do you know in some places, in some states, you actually have to have a permit to remodel your kitchen in your house. Something that nobody actually sees. But if you remodel your kitchen, you've got to get a permit from the government to remodel your kitchen. And yeah, that ought to tell us that's not ownership, right? Well, and you, and you think about the, you know, when you talk about property taxes, ostensibly you're paying for services, right? Uh, you know, we're funding fire and trash and whatever, whatever the services may be is what they connect it. But then if you don't pay them, they don't stop the services. Right. Right. They take your property. So in right. fact, that, I mean, that's the whole point of what you're saying. So in fact, you're not paying for services. You're paying for the privilege of using your property. So that's what you mean when you say you don't own your property. Because, you know, let's say if if the community says, okay, we want to all pull together and pay uh, money to support our local services based upon the value of our property is how we're going to decide who pays what. Uh, okay, fine. And then if you don't pay, then you don't have access to certain services. That that makes sense because that's what you're paying for. Right, right. But the idea of the property taxes, again, is just you pay and it's based on the value of your property. It's not connected. No, Nobody, there's, I've never seen in any ordinance, law, or anything, even in the law that says, okay, now the ownership of your own property is contingent upon you paying the government this fee. No, they always pitch it to you as payment to support services. So then how can you confiscate my property? So that that to me is something really huge, a huge violation. Um, and, and I really, I would love to see a movement in the states and local uh, areas to, to uncouple um, the payment for those services or whatever they're supposed to be for, uncouple that from your, your property. And I can see- and By the way, I don't think your feed is still going on YouTube, but- Anyway, you're still recording, I guess. <laughs>
can actually see it on YouTube. I'm I'm watching myself on on my YouTube feed, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's dropping for some people, but it's still there. I promise. Don't go okay. away. It's still there. <laughs> well, it's it's just amazing to me, JC. I could see maybe putting a lien on your property for unpaid property taxes. I can see the government trying to collect those. I can see, as you said, you know, ending the services, but seizing your property. Just for example, you know, what I mean, in our rural area, people pay twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a year for property. Our property would be way well worth more than that. So we're going to be right back after the break. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, you know, I'm not all about the merchandising and the materializing and all that other crazy stuff, but I do want to mention to you that if you are a person who engages in holiday shopping, can I encourage you to please go to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, uh, um, Chris Ann Hall, to chrisannhall.com and get the Liberty First gear that we have there. What great Christmas presents you can get. Such great gift giving. I want to say also we have books and DVDs. There is no greater uh, there is no greater gift than the gift of education. Uh, JC is back. I actually <laughs> I came back, JC, to an empty chair. I was like, ah, where'd JC go? <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. So there's a story that I wanted to talk about, JC, today um, before we – well, I'm trying to figure out what order I want to do this in. I want to talk about what's going on with the um, the impeachment. And I was on an airplane yesterday on my way to from from Florida to Seattle, Washington, stuck on an airplane just watching airplane TV, and I watched the impeachment hearings for several hours. Bless your heart. Chasey, it was torturous for me. It really, really was. Look, I, I understand this is history being made. I understand the political importance of what's going on. I understand all of that. But it was such a farce. And let me tell you what I was doing, JC. The uh, plane, tele the, the, you know, the television plane, the plane on the te television on the plane, so I'm like uber tired here. So you can flip between channels. So I was watching the impeachment hearing on Fox, CNN, and MSNBC all at the same time, you know, flipping back in one and the other. You know what I discovered? They must all be operating from the same script. They no. all said the exact same things. And I don't know if people would recognize that if they weren't doing what I was doing, flipping between the three channels over and over again. And the only difference was if you watched Fox, the Republicans were winning 
in the hearings. If you watch CNN or MSNBC, the Democrats were winning in the hearings. And they had the exact same talking points, but just different views of different winners. And then, and then my head exploded. Because their talking points, remember, they're all the same talking points. And they start talking about the Federalist Papers, about how Alexander Hamilton says in Federalist 69 that impeachment is for political things and that Alexander Hamilton actually supported impeachment for politics and that, that he said, that Alexander Hamilton said in, in Federalist 69 that impeachment was for anything that Congress could come up with to remove the president for office from office. Yeah, it drives me nuts that they spend all their time trashing the founders and trashing our history and our constitution. And then when it when it uh, you know furthers their argument, then they run to the Federalist Papers and pick some you know pick six words and twist it out of context and start you know saying the name of Madison Hamilton, blah blah blah. It was it was just infuriating to me because here's the thing. The people, the unsuspecting people who are watching this. Now, remember, I'm watching these these talking the heads. Same people that think they own their own land. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching these talking heads on three separate stations, all mouthing the same thing. Even Fox News mouthing the same things about Hamilton and Federalist 69, and I'm thinking. Good God, people, is there not a single person on this staff that can actually read and comprehend what they're reading? Are they? And, and then it occurred to me, these are educated people. These are people who can read, who read and write for a living. It can't be that they lack comprehension skills. It must be that they're intentionally working to deceive the people. Why would... Even Fox News, who's all about the Republican victory and all of this, be mouthing this stuff about Hamilton and Federalist 69 that absolutely is not only not true, it's a flat out lie. Hold your thought, JC. We're going to run into a break here real quick. And I want to get your thoughts. I want you to go ahead and think about that. I want to get your thoughts when we come back. And Hall. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, I want to ask you, those of you who are on our our um, YouTube feed right now, leaving your comments. Thank you so much for making this an active experience for everybody. But just do me a favor and drop in the comment section uh, any comments that you have about the Liberty gear that you own, any comments that you have about your membership at Liberty First University, the things that you've learned. Talk about some things that you've learned from our live presentations, from the books and the DVDs that we have. Uh, help us get the word out that we have these resources. See, we're not just trying to, to have a talk show here. 
we're not just traveling around the country and teaching what we teach and having Liberty First University to do what we do. We are trying to change lives and impact this culture, and we need you to do that. So, JC, here, the, before the break, I left you with a thought. And my question is, so I'm already getting flack on, on YouTube about this, right? Why is Chris Ann shocked? I'm not shocked. I'm absolutely disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted that this is happening. And I'm wondering, why is it that even the people on Fox News think that they can get away with lying like this? Come on. Well, These people think, are like Disney. I think Jay hit it on the head right there. Fox is owned by the same people as the other networks, the money changers. I mean, that's the thing to, to remember. And uh, and as far as why they think they can get away with it, they so they're all, to me, they're all the same, right? It's all these New York, L.A. liberals, um, whether they call themselves Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. And, and as Jay said, they're all tools. Of, of the banking cabal, the Illuminati cartel, these they're they're all owned. I mean, you you've been there at Fox, you know how it, you know how it operates. I mean, they're when the person sitting on the set looking at the camera saying something, they were handed a piece of paper to say yeah. whatever they're supposed to say. You yeah. already know that. You you've seen that. And and why they think that is just like MSNBC, CNN, all those. They have the same mentality. They truly believe that the American people are stupid. I mean, now there are a lot of stupid American people that are clueless about what's going on, but they seriously think everybody out there uh, are idiots and they're used to not being held accountable. So, I mean, they're, you know, it's being reinforced. Nobody's going to do anything. Nobody's going to say anything to me. And so they just say whatever, whatever they want to say. Well, I just, I find the whole thing frustrating. And, and, you know, we have all of this, these mealy mouth congressmen all up there in this hearing. You know, I mean, there's some some good banter going on, but there's nothing really constitutionally accurate happening. No, no, it's all by script. It's all it's all by the script to manipulate the American people to get you distracted. I mean, you see some of the other stuff is going on. I don't know if you're going to talk about it on this show today, but they just passed the you know redid the patriot act stuff yep. this funding bill so while while the talking heads are all mouthing their their garbage about federalist 69 and hamilton and impeachment and blah 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 meanwhile they just re-up while you're not looking that and by the way bipartisan okay yeah these, I, I, these bipartisan tools, these tools in congress just like the tools in the media being manipulated and and just running according to their script by this cabal uh and while you weren't watching we re-upped our surveillance of you stupid american people so it's it's all it's all a game it's all a show this is a dog and pony show this whole impeachment i mean think about it nothing is going to go anywhere in the senate so what's the entire point of this and here's the thing on the surface we look at it and say well it's a it's an election manipulation you know, so that they can defeat Trump and undermine Trump for the election. That's a subplot of yeah. a bigger thing that's going on here, which has to do with controlling uh, controlling the herd uh, by the
these manipulators who, who are well above the president, well above the congressman, well above the media. These guys are all pawns. And you know what the singular message, the singular bipartisan message that's coming, not just from MS, from the MSM, not just from the Republicans, not just from the Democrats. There's a single thread that is running through this. And it's like you said, manipulating the herd. The single thread is, number one, Congress is not limited by the Constitution. Number two, that the people are subjects of the federal government. Number three, that the political parties can be free to manipulate elections in a way that's supposed to be criminal for foreign governments. And number four, that the American people are just supposed to sit back and digest everything that is fed to them, whether it's truth, lies, or, or whatever, because some congressman said so, and that's the way it's got to be. You've got a lieutenant colonel in the military and I know JC reserves the right. He JC JC is our controversial guy. He's the one that comes on and say says this stuff. But look, <laughs> I I don't need to grab my firearm again. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You don't need to go get the the LAR. But look, JC, I know you're going to agree with me on this, and I'm just going to say this out loud because it needs to be said. I'm pretty sure I've said this before on the air, but I'm just going to say it again. Just because someone wears a uniform does not make them an honorable person duly to be respected. And I'll say that because I have served in the U.S. Army. JC has served in the U.S. Navy. I met plenty of people in uniform that were despicable, immoral people. And I can tell you a good number of them were officers. Thank you very much. And just because you stand in front of me in a uniform doesn't mean that I am supposed to, nor do I have to, give you a certain level of respect because you served in the military. No, I'm sorry. I judge people by their fruits. And if you're a liar by your fruit, I'm going to call you a liar by your fruit. I think the guy, that guy was a jackass, personally. I mean, you here, first off, we're both in the military, and you can call an officer Mr., right? Yes. That, that was, I mean, I was in the Navy sir. and taught that. Sir. Yes, sir. Mr. So that when Nunez said Mr. and he goes, oh, I'm Colonel, you call me Colonel. First off, Nunez is not in the military. He got to call you Colonel, jerk off. I know, so right? The guy is a jackass. He's obnoxious. You, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of Diane Feinstein when some, one of when they were oh. having some kind of hearing and somebody exactly. called her Mrs. Feinstein. I'm a senator and I you need to refer to me as the Honorable Feinstein or Senator Feinstein. And 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 that's the kind of mentality that we're dealing with. This lieutenant colonel, I don't know how many people caught this, okay? But here's a fact. He is talking about all right, first off, number one, his testimony. Donald Trump's conversation with the Ukrainian president was improper, and he didn't agree with the fact that Donald Trump was speaking about domestic affairs within the Ukraine, okay? It was improper and unusual. I missed in Article 2, Section 4, the you know, the impeachment clause, where improper and unusual are terms for impeachment, I'm By not the way, seeing you know the officer is, that warrant officer is Ukrainian, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I do know that. I do know that. Yeah. yeah. 
So improper, and and he 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 is bottom line is is that he didn't like the way Donald Trump was treating was engaging in foreign policy. But in the same testimony, he admitted. Yeah, he admitted against his own country. By the way, there's a little clue about the whole natural born citizen thing to be president of the United States, but nonetheless, okay? That's a little side, little bonus for your educational dollar. Not only did he say that he disagreed with it and that's why he brought it forward, he also admitted that it is absolutely under the president's prerogative to engage in foreign affairs the way the president thinks is necessary. So he's some lieutenant colonel, right, who's eavesdropping on a conversation, not even involved. I think he was ticked off. I don't know if anybody else caught this. So Donald Trump was given talking points by the swamp, right? All the deep state fed Donald Trump the talking points that he was supposed to give to the Ukrainian president. Well, Donald Trump didn't give the talking points. I think that's the key to why these people got ticked off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's obvious you listen to the conversation if you have any idea about how this stuff works. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, all the ambassador, the two that were there the first day, uh, then the Yanovovich or whatever her name is, um, and this Ukrainian warrant officer, all, all of them are basically spewing CFR, foreign policy yes. talking points. And the fact that you didn't, that, that Donald Trump did not toe the line on the Council of Foreign Relations uh, foreign policy now they're all turned against him. So basically, the CFR have sent their minions to take out the president because the president does, doesn't does walk uh, in lockstep with the CFR trying to overthrow all the countries on their list uh, and, and have war you know, all over the planet. So because we don't want to continue to have war with Russia and, and all this sort of thing. And, 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 you know, again, we talked about this before, how upset the CFR and, and the foreign services and the military-industrial complex was so upset that they no longer have the Cold War right. uh, the way they used to. So, you know, I mean, that's we talked about this early on. Yes. Um, matter of fact, we've been. Oh my goodness! Like before, before Trump ever got in. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, Marco Rubio's—he's the one that blows the march, the the war trumpet often, and he's always trying to restart the Cold War. Yeah, he's like that's, a war scout. Like, yeah, that's you right. Almost, you almost picture. Uh, what's his name, Rubio, sitting in his office with a map or a globe, and he's just searching for a place that we can go and send troops. Like every, it seems like every two weeks, he's come out with, we can't tolerate what's going on in, you know. Well, now he's and- he's put a he's put forward a bill so we can start war with China. Yeah. 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 So Marco Rubio is heading up the to, to begin a war with China. I don't know. That man must be securely funded by the CFR and the military complex. But I also wanted to mention one more thing before we go into this break, I JC. Think the CFR grew him out of a petri dish <laughs> and then program him. So listen to this. This lieutenant colonel says he doesn't like the fact and he thinks that it was improper for Donald Trump to insert himself into the domestic affairs, the the investigation, the domestic investigation of Biden, right? 
But then when the same lieutenant colonel was questioned about Biden's, remember Biden gave his interview at a CFR conference and bragged on the fact that he interfered with the Ukrainian government and, and said, I'm going to withhold funding from you unless you fire this prosecutor. The same lieutenant colonel said, I have no opinion on that. I can't talk about that. He admitted right. he knew about it. He admitted he saw the video and the exact, and, and then he can't talk about it being improper for Biden to actually threaten over the prosecutor, over firing of a prosecutor. We'll be Walk right back. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Don't forget, get your constitutional education from libertyfirstuniversity.com. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, it's on the ticker down there. If you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure before you leave this this episode 1000 episode 1000 woohoo before you lead episode 1000 subscribe and and get the notifications the you know click the little bell thing get the notifications but don't only do that share it look i feel like i should fire my pistol in the air or something pew 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 pew, pew fingers pew pew fingers oh, oh, oh no, no jc no. went and got his gun <laughs> JC went and got his gun. All right. Well, I'm excited about the fact that we are here and we are with you. I know that uh, it seems like there's some issues on YouTube right now, but we are recording and I will post it up later so that the full thing will be up. So if you're you're wondering about why we've dropped or if we've dropped, I don't know, uh, we'll be there. But JC, I thought that this whole thing, what I saw was just the height of hypocrisy. And this whole impeachment hearing, there's a reason why I've been refusing to watch it. And and I, I can tell you the self-imposed guilt came on me because I'm like, this is history. We need to know about this. We need to talk about this. But I don't want to talk about this anymore because like you said, right now, the Patriot Act slipped through without any re- without any objection whatsoever. Yeah, Massey the, was the only one I saw that raised any stink about it at all. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, we have the new budget crisis coming up, the new continuing resolution that's coming up. And I've already heard the chatter about, well, if we don't get a continuing resolution, then our soldiers won't get paid. And everybody's, you know what, JC, this is funny. Everybody's complaining that Congress is doing nothing but impeachment. I would say if there's one good thing coming out of the impeachment hearing is that Congress is doing nothing, excuse me, is doing nothing but the impeachment. Yeah, in as much as they are doing nothing. But yeah, I mean, obviously they're doing less. But then there are some things that they're doing that they don't want you to notice that right. are pretty bad. Yeah, like the, the well, and I'm sure the, the continuing resolution will slip by without any notice either. And just remember, every time we have one of these continuing resolutions and it serves their purpose, then you have the government shutdown crisis, right? And so now because we have a, an impeachment 
proceeding or hearing or whatever even they call it. I don't think you can call it an impeachment hearing at this point. There will be no actual crisis, right? Because they don't need a crisis. They don't need a, a government shutdown crisis because they already have a crisis. And then they'll slip the continuing resolution through without anybody's notice. Can I remind you, JC, I'm pretty sure you were standing there with me when Ted Yoho told me that he would never vote for another continuing resolution because he was duped, right? Yeah, bless his heart. And now here we go again with a new continuing resolution to keep the government operating above the Constitution, spending beyond our our budget, and and nothing changes. JC, you have any idea the last time we did not have a a the last time we didn't have a deficit? Uh, no, I don't. I think uh, it was Andrew I, Jackson. Andrew, Andrew Jackson, I think. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Paid paid off the uh, national debt, I believe. Yeah, and they tried to kill and him. That was yeah, and that was his war with the with the banking cartel, the war with the bankers. Because remember, you know, Alexander Hamilton for for all the good he said and all the good he may have done and written. Uh, don't forget that at some point he fell under the influence of right. uh, the Rothschild agents and. You know, so you had that basically banker war back and forth, and Andrew Jackson was the only one to really successfully take him on. And I wonder what Am Alexander Hamilton him. thought when the bankers he joined up with tried to kill him. Right. <laughs> Most people don't realize that the that the ha Hamilton Burr duel was a war of bankers. Yeah. It wasn't about right. an illicit affair. That was right. just the cover story, right? No, it took him out. Makes you makes you think, makes you wonder what you know, what Hamilton was gonna do. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us for our 1,000th episode. I want to thank you for continuing to join us throughout the years to come. JC and I will always be liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. God bless you guys. We will see you next time.